solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter thirteen: The Very Secret Diary. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly, and I'm Alex, and, and this, this is Potter, Potter Watch. Indeed, indeed. Today indeed. we will be examining the thirteenth chapter. The thirteenth element. Yes. Of the book, The Chamber of Secrets. The Very Secret Diary. Or as I named it, Riddles Solved and Sung. Hmm. Uh, Mine is... The very sneaky riddle and the incredibly stupid Harry. <laughs> wow. That was sassy. Whoa. I wasn't going to go with stupid because I think that's a mean word, but I wanted to go with the S thing. No, like understood, but that is a little bit harsh. It was harsh, but. Like a little bit deserved in some seconds little... of this chapter. Yes, there's a couple moments. Um, and the waters from the. Mysteries of Harry Potter book gives this title Who Done It 13. <laughs> but anyway, I love this chapter. Um it has my favorite moment in this book in it. So, uh I'm excited to talk about it. Can I guess what it is? I mean, I'm sure it's easy. Yes. You make Oh, the the Cupids. Uh yeah. I kind of forgot that was in the chapter for a second. Me too! And then, like, once they started talking about, like, the singing troll, I'm like, yes, this is my favorite part about this book. I remember loving it as a child. But even just now, I forgot that it was, like, in this chapter because the diary stuff is so fresh. So, that just brings us to a quick synopsis. Spoilers ahead, guys. Spoiler! Um, For this chapter and the rest of the series. First of all, we don't want to get too far ahead before we let people um, know that they were able to. Oh, true. To Thank you know, God to get in something. on, get into the. As you all know, who are listening, the book, the the diary belongs <laughs> to Tom Riddle. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I know. The Very... same. The the head boy, great guy. Yeah, really trustworthy, like, reliable, like, narrator of the diary, um, just a real, like, good guy. Half-blood. Good on him, like, grew up in the muggle world, loved him, very sad, honestly, honestly, poor thing, poor thing. Um, Almost just like Harry, I think. A lot of similarities. A lot, a lot of similarities. Uh, (laughs) um, So anyway, this chapter, we start out with... Hermione's in the hospital because of the cat, um, and they are trying, oh, and then Harry and Ron find this mysterious diary, and they're trying to figure out, well, Harry's trying to figure out what the deal is, he knows it's old, like 50 years, um, he and Hermione think it has to do with the chamber, and Harry's kind of obsessed with figuring that out, and then Lockhart does a beautiful Valentine's Day event, um, with Cupid singing songs to people, including Harry, who gets super embarrassed. Amazing. Um, and then Harry does figure out how to work the diary, and he goes into Tom Riddle's memory and finds out 
what happened exactly as it happened 50 years ago. With no question or um, further, like, analysis on whether or not it's true. his good friend Hagrid was setting a giant monster on Muggleborns. Why would you question that, Harry? I don't know. So, let's dig in to the incredibly stupid... Um, to, uh, Riddle's Salt and Sung. Okay, um, um, Lockhart on Valentine, oh, sorry, I was on the wrong page of notes. I was like, I have one or two lines before that, I think. Oh, I think it's so nice that they visit Hermione every day at the hospital, and they bring her her work. It's so cute. It's really cute, but I said they also probably just need her help with homework. (laughs) That, but, like, they... They it's don't cute. have to come every it's day. It's nice. Um, I mean, what else are they going to do? I uh, said, is Hermione, like, super popular because she's, like, friends with Harry? Or is it just that people are, like, really curious and on edge? Because they said, like, everyone just keeps coming to look at her. Yeah, I think it's because they're, they think, they want, they think if Hermione's petrified, it's a confirmation on the Harry is the heir of Slytherin theory. No, I think it's a reverse. It's, like, not, like, a confirmation. Oh, I think they're, like, oh, Hermione's next. Like, because remember Ernie was, like, poor, like, Hermione's being dumb. She spends all that time with Harry. Because even when later Hermione is petrified, people are, like... No, I was gonna say, when, when Hermione, spoilers... When Hermione is petrified, um, people start to say, like, oh, yeah, oh, he would never do you. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, but I, either way, I think it is that, like, Hermione, they think she's just, been petrified, so they're curious. Yeah. And everyone's kind of on edge about another attack. Yeah. Because th- they make a point in this chapter to say multiple times that there hasn't been one in a while. Yeah. I wonder why that was. That was sarcastic. I, I understood. To the listeners at home. <laughs> Sorry, it was like very sarcastic in your face, I feel. And I saw it and I had no response. Um, um, LOL at Lockhart giving Hermione a get well card and then her keeping it under her pillow. I know, and I said I love the way he signed it. Yeah, I was going to say that too, like, all of those, like, he's, this is official parchment. To Miss Granger, wishing you a speedy recovery from your concerned teacher, Professor Gilderoy Lockhart, Order of Merlin, third class, honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League, and five-time winner of Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award. It's longer than his note. It is longer than his note. But this made me think of, like, a pro for our argument of Lockhart being a Ravenclaw. Because Hermione doesn't necessarily have, like, very much power. She's not very liked. Like, she's not popular, per se. But he, like, I think singles her out because she is really intelligent. And he, like, values that And I'm sure she's a suck-up to him, like. And I think he knows that she has a crush on him. Probably, yeah. Um, and I said that, one, like, this kind of disproves the idea that she's just kind of sticking it to Ron at this point. Like, she doesn't want to let Ron be right. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I think this is, like, the cute part of the crush, that she keeps the card and all that. Like, yeah. I think that's, like, that's, like, a normal 12-year-old reaction. Yeah. Like, that part doesn't, like, like I said, the crush itself doesn't bother me. I think, like, this part's, like, cute that she keeps the card under her yeah. pillow. Yeah, yeah. It's more when she, 
It's I think it's when she like defends him that it bothers me. Um but like when you have a crush, you defend the person that you like. Like you don't want to Sometimes. See. I don't think you always do. I think you do when you're twelve. Here we go again. I know. We're <laughs> gonna get in this argument again. Um, um but I yeah, I thought it was I thought it was like silly and cute that she keeps the card. <laughs> and I like I love Ron's reaction. He's like, to he's it. so jelly. He's so jelly this whole chapter. But he's also right, which I mean, like annoys me a yeah. little bit because he's like he's so smarmy and he is, like he's so smarmy. Yeah. Or what is that the word he uses? Ron, where'd you um yeah, smarmiest bloke. Yeah. Um, and then, are you at Myrtle? Yes. Oh, oh, Myrtle. Always giving me the comedic relief that I, I need. She's so funny. I think it's sweet, though, that they were like, let's go see, like, what's the wrong with her? Because, like, Ron's like, what is up with her? And Harry's like, let's go see. Like, that's kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, they're probably just, just being curious. nosy, yeah. but, um... Something else at me. So sensitive. Like so sensitive. Like whoever through the diary. <clears throat> yeah. Who would want to get rid of that diary? Um like clearly didn't even know Myrtle was there. They just like threw it. And yeah. like Myrtle's like took it. She to takes it such... so personally. I guess she like had like what else is she doing? So like she needs to like amp up any situation. Oh yeah. So Harry having no tact in this moment. You can't feel it. <laughs> oh my god, that was Ron. It was, no, it was, I thought, it's Ron in the movie. Oh. But it's Harry in the book. Yeah. Yeah. It is Harry. <laughs> Harry, reasonably. I mean, it'd just go right through you, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, I, this is the third time, at least, in this book <laughs> Where Harry says something along the lines of, can't hurt, what's the worst that can happen? And then this time, come off it. How could it be dangerous? So dumb. Incredibly stupid. This is so (laughs) dumb. And like, good on Ron for being like, no. Someone, first of all, let's just go through the evidence. Someone has clearly tried to get rid of it. It has this old bloke's name on it, but it's resurfaced at a time in the same time period as it, like, as Which the Ron Chamber of Which Ron really Secrets. doesn't put that together Ron doesn't put that together. But still, like, even when they figure that out, Harry's like, nah, I'm still gonna keep it. And all of that is so dangerous. Like, that diary should have been in the hands of Dumbledore immediately when they found it. Yeah. Um, or, well, yes. With who, which he probably would have showed it to Snape, but, um... I said, the most logical Ron has probably ever been. Go, Ron. That's what I have a go, Ron, too. Like, good job, Ron. (laughs) And then I said, okay, so Harry goes, all right, I've got the point. Next line. Well, we won't find out unless we look at it. No, Harry, you didn't get the point. The point was, if you look at it, something could happen. He's like, well, I won't know if I don't look at it. And on the one (laughs) hand, I want to be so mad at Harry for not taking this into, like, Right. You know, consideration. But I would also be curious about the diary. Yeah, I think, like, obviously it's a good thing that he looks in the diary ultimately, but it is stupid. <laughs> like, it's dumb that he's not more cautious about it. Like, he, does, he doesn't seem to be, like, I feel like even if you're going to look into the diary, you need yeah. to do it with a, with a mentality that something like that 
yeah, could go or wrong. like let Hermione do something first, like like she does end up doing. They, but I don't know. I just feel like he's way too like nonchalant about it. He's like way too trusting. Also, like which is a common flaw. Um, not a flaw, but it ends up biting him a lot. Yeah, and lack of critical thinking skills. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> okay, I have a a really. I have a rant to go on. Okay. Neglect of Dumbledore again. Why? Why during the first war would Dumbledore not reveal Tom Riddle is Voldemort? When ev- like, why would he keep that a secret? That literally helps no one. I also had that question, and I think I was thinking about it later. But yeah, that should be like common knowledge. Yeah, every that seems like an everybody thing that they should know. Does, I feel like Dumbledore just, like, wants to be the only one that has, like, all this dirt on Tom Riddle, and he's like, nobody else can, like, help defeat him, it has to be me, which means it has to be Harry, like, the whole idea of the Chosen One stuff is, like, kind of bullshit, because, like, other people could have also been, like, doing that, like. Right, it also, (laughs) if he had come out with it sooner, things that happen, like, in the sixth book after we know it's Tom Riddle, like, the Slughorn thing could have been investigated sooner. Um, he, other teachers could have been talked to, different, you know, I just They could have found the diadem sooner, maybe, like. It just seems, Hagrid could have been released and given his wand sooner, like, because nobody puts together that, oh, Tom Riddle, the dark wizard who murdered all of these muggles and people, was the person attacking muggleborns while he was in school his senior year, and he had a creepy conversation with the headmaster at that time. Nobody put that together. Nobody who is smart in the wizarding world, Dumbledore, could have made that connection. It makes me so angry. (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking about that while reading, and then I saw Tom Riddle's name on the diary. Because, one, this whole book could have been eliminated. Ginny Weasley would see Tom Riddle on the freaking diary and know not to touch it. great point. Like, where are their history books? They don't have it in their history books because the only one presumably that knows is Dumbledore, which also seems like bullshit to me. I don't think Because he looks the same. Well, like, Slughorn knows. Right. Like, other people know. But McGonagall I guess... McGonagall even should know, I feel. Because she went to school. She was at the school. She was teaching at the school, right? During that... No, was I she I don't not? think so. I think, like... Oh, no, because... They don't no, overlap. because Dumbledore was teaching Transfiguration. Yeah. Then, so, no, she wasn't. But, still, people know. So, it seems weird... Yes. ...that that's not common knowledge. Like, the Wizarding World isn't that big. Right. I just think... Yeah, it's just like a hush-hush thing, which is stupid. It shouldn't be, but... And and Dumbledore's not hush-hush about it. Like, he's, like, the one that says, like, Voldemort, like, why yeah, can't... Fear of a name only increases fear of the thing itself. Well, I wish that somebody would just start calling him Tom so we would yeah. avoid this crap. Uh-huh. Dumbledore should feel guilty about Ginny Weasley. I'm... Did I say Voldemort or Dumbledore? I Dumbledore. said Dumbledore. Yeah. Good. Dumbledore should feel guilty about Jenny. Like, this is 100% your fault and could have been avoided. <laughs> um, like, I'm not going to give him 100% fault. Like, Lucius definitely, like, shares some I'm just fault. saying of good people yeah. that aren't going to get any blame for this at all, I blame Dumbledore. Um, it's like, a little bit different of a rant. Uh, please go. 
not really a rant at all. <laughs> um, how does Harry know that, like, road? <laughs> he never went anywhere with the Dursleys. Like, that, he's like, oh, that, he must have bought it from a muggle shop. Oh, yeah. It's on that road. And I'm like, how do you know that road? And also, like, there could be a magic shop on that road. Like, Harry, you don't know. <laughs> I know it's just so that they can put it together. That yeah. he's like makes him seem more innocent because he's a muggle-born Maybe. or a half-blood. I but. also don't know if we know, like, um, I feel like her idea of what wizarding areas are are really not, like, well put in. Like, I don't know yeah. if there are magical shops mixed with muggle shops. I feel like we assume that because if not, there are, like, maybe six magical shops in the whole right. of UK, which makes no sense. But, um, in, to be fair, she doesn't say that that's the case. And I would know big names of shops, like, to big cities. So I don't know if this street is, like, a famous city in It's not, like, England. Piccadilly Circle or something, or Piccadilly Square, like. Which they do go to later. But, like, like even... Tottenham Court Road is, like, a major road. Right, but I'm saying even, like, in Maryland. Like, I don't know major, uh, like, places in Missouri, but, like, I if you said Silver Spring, like, it's in downtown Silver Spring, I would know what that meant. Right, you know but this I'm... is, like, a road. <laughs> and also, like, Harry literally hasn't been anywhere. That's true. Like, they never take him to London or anything. That's true. I don't it, know. It, I think, I know, I'm sure it's, like, just to prove that point. Although you find out that he's half-blood later anyway, so you didn't need to have that line. It's not even a big deal. Like, it's not a problem. <laughs> I, I was just, like, pointing it out, as I like to do. I was just do. playing devil's advocate. <laughs> I think it's, it's silly. Um, okay, so I drew an emoji with my nice line. I see that. So, this line. Do you know what line I'm talking about? Um, one second. Let me see where we are. Um... No. <laughs> I'll just read it out loud. Please do. <clears throat> Could have been anything, said Ron. Maybe he got 30 OWLs or saved a teacher from the giant squid. Maybe he murdered Myrtle. That would have done everyone a favor. He did murder Myrtle. What? Oh, no. No, yeah. Yeah. Ron guessed it. <laughs> Guys, this is Ron's most brilliant chapter. <laughs> Although, like, that rhymes so... Line, Ryan, that line is so awful. Ron, what the oh, yeah. bloody cheese is going on with you? That would have done everyone a favor. Like, she literally died. Like, at, a at, child. Yeah, your age. Like, I don't care how, like, I, I don't think there's ever a time in my life where I ever would have been like, yeah, I'm glad that person who died as a child is dead. So annoying. Like, that's rude. Like, Ron, that's... Yeah, no tact. Awful. Uh, and then Ron has another... No, Ron becomes stupid in two seconds. What um, does he say? When he's... This is, like, a little bit later, but, like, when they're... When we're trying to put the, um, 50 years and 50 years thing together, it takes him forever oh, to know. get it. Yeah. I'm like, Ron, how dumb can you be? They have spelled it out for you. But, um, good for Harry for getting that connection instantly, and, like, I, I want to say good for Hermione, but, like... Like, she's smart, so... Harry. And, like, Harry was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
wow, this book on from Waters doesn't say anything about that line. I guess because it's just, like, obvious and they do more, like, deeper dives, but... Yeah. Like, maybe Ron is Dumbledore. Like, Myrtle's very talented with water. This is a strong reinforcement that she can move large amounts of the stuff. So the question is, can she affect any other physical objects, or is she limited to water? What? Because, like, she floods the bathroom when she gets upset. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's true, I guess. But I don't, like, know why that would come back up. Yeah. <laughs> why is that a necessary? Well, that's why they're this fan theory, because they're trying to make guesses of what could come back. Oh, I see. Fair. Like, nobody thought the Grey Lady was going to come back. True. I love the Grey Lady. Um, Not in, like, I like her as a person, but just as a, she's an interesting cool character. character. Yeah. Um, I want okay, so that line about um, Ron being like, that's a brilliant theory, but there's nothing written in the diary. I said, and I think this kind of sums the three of them up forever, that Ron is a pessimist. Harry is, like, the optimist, and Hermione's, like, the realist. And, like, they all kind of, like, that's how they approach situations, usually. Yeah. Um, Ron goes through, like, phases of being, like, more optimistic, but um, for the most part, I think It depends on what it is. Well, like, And he what comes... Hermione's view is on it, because he does like to just disagree with her. Yeah. Um, like, when he comes back for the seventh one, I'm thinking he's, like, the optimist there, because he's, like, trying really hard, but in general, he's, like, super pessimistic about stuff. Yes. Um. Um. Oh, and I said, ooh, um, because he's, Harry says, um, Harry couldn't explain it even to himself why he didn't just throw Riddle's diary away. The fact was he... That even though he knew the diary was like he kept accidentally picking up, blah, blah, blah. And I said, ooh, can he feel something between them because they're both horcruxes? Yeah. Um, that, I have a, um, I have that exact same note. I say, um, because, like, he also talks about it feeling like an old friend. Yes, and I said, yes. do you think Harry has had dreams or memories about Tom Riddle through the horcrux connection? Because he says... He says that, like, he has never heard of Tom Riddle before, but that name had, like, set, like, that name or that person has some sort of, like, connection with him, settles with him or something. And I was like, oh, maybe he, like, in his subconscious has had, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's the Horcrux reacting. That makes sense, too, yeah. Which I think is kind of what you're saying, but I think his subconscious is the Horcrux. Or, like, that part of his subconscious. Oh, that's so sad. I don't like it. Um, I'm on Mandrakes. Um, well, right before that, um, I like that Ron's line is in parentheses when they're talking about the trophy. (laughs) Yeah. Where is that, um... Good thing, too, or it'd be even bigger, and I'd still be polishing it, said Ron, um, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just funny that it's in parentheses, um, and then I said, sorry, I have a couple notes on this, um, Ron says he sounds like Percy, um, prefect, head boy, probably top of every class, and Hermione's like, you say that, like, it's a bad thing, and I said, for Percy and Tom Riddle, it is a bad thing. Yeah. Um... 
support Hermione. Oh, and then I just had another, like, existential question, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're all kind of chatting about this guy, Tom Riddle, but I was wondering, like, do you think they each kind of see some of themselves in Tom Riddle slash Voldemort, like, throughout the series? Like, mm. I don't know, that might be kind of vague. Like, I feel like every, that's kind of his charm is that everyone can kind of relate to him, but yeah, um, in different ways I can see them all... Like, obviously, Ron during the seventh one, but I don't know if that's him so much relating to him as being, like, manipulated by him. Yeah. And, like... I think the... Well, I think the Horcrux has to be taken out of it because that's the whole job of the Horcrux is to, like, feed on your... Because I... Insecurities. Like, I don't think Voldemort ever had an insecurity about not being the best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Um, And Hermione, it really is just, like, the... His Tom Riddle era, where he's, like, pretty manipulative, which we've seen Hermione be, and just, like, really smart and top of the class. Like, and and feeling she needs to do that. But I also think his reasons for doing that are more Harry connections. Like, he, this is his home. He feels like he really needs to, like, excel in this world to prove that this is where he needed to be and not, like, the awful childhood that he had, you know? Yeah. And Harry, you know, that manifests differently for Harry, one, because Harry's just, like, a better person overall, but also Harry has friends, which Tom Riddle chooses not to have, you yeah. know? Um, so probably, like, not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting theory, No, though, I kind of, like, No, but I also think you're right in that I think part of Voldemort's charm is that he can be, like, inspiring to people. Like, he is he is a good leader. He's a persuasive speaker. Like, he gets yeah. people to follow him because he's able to pick out... What's important to them. Right. Um, I'm at the Mandrakes now. Okay. Um, I love that the Mandrakes are having their cute little puberty moment. I know. I said it's... Um, I love, like, the traits, but I said it's sad they'll kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I feel like for plants with such human emotions and characteristics, it's kind of cruel that they talk about stewing them. Like, they basically are animals. Yeah. How they're described, but, um... How unfortunate. Oh, now... Lockhart on Valentine's Day. This, uh, the teacher's reactions to his speech are amazing. Uh, Snape looking venomous, uh, McGonagall's, like, muscles twitching in her face. Uh, just all, everything's amazing. Flitwick blushing. (laughs) I said, I love all of this so much. Why did movie not include? Yeah. Like, so great. So fair. Also, sweet of Lockhart, honestly. He's like, everyone needs a morale. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Like, yes, I feel like Lockhart would have been better served as, like, the school guidance counselor. Yes! Well, except he would have just talked about himself the whole time. But, but he's still. Or, like, he would be... Or, organi- or planning committee. Yes. Like, he's just, like, prom king. He's, like, perpetual prom king. Yeah. And they have jobs like that for schools. <laughs> like, people who are, like, event... Yes. He could event. have been in charge of all the events. Like, think of the Triwizard Ball he could have thrown. The Yule Ball. Would have been a blast. A blast. A real blast. 
now I need to go on another rant about the world. I apologize. Uh-oh. Let's talk about love potions, please. Love potions and whatever, like, like making people like you charms are so non-consensual. Please stop advertising them to children, Lockhart. And then throughout the book, there's no, like, love potions are banned, except from Umbridge, which is really... <laughs> Really oh, because no. they're from Prince George's. Yeah, but it's just like... Also, Slughorn talks about how dangerous they are, though. Slughorn talks about how dangerous they are because of the, like, addictive aspect of it. But nobody really talks about... Not addictive aspect of it, but, like, the obsession Mani- that comes Yeah, but with- he's like, this is, like, the most dangerous drug in here, is what he says. Which- yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here cool. like, why has no one brought this up? Why isn't he fired for suggesting they use them? Okay, that is not what he would be fired for of all the things. I'm Okay, I'm just saying, anything that removes consent from the situation, like, love potions are terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but you're right, the world itself doesn't see them like that. But, yeah, it's, like, a more, a bigger issue with the world. Like, love potions should be illegal. It's like a roofie. <laughs> okay. I think we are ready. We are ready to discuss my favorite part of this whole book. Well, just a prelude. I just love how shy Harry is. And can you imagine any 12-year-old, especially boy, enjoying this? I can't. I cannot. But everything about it is great. Let's just hear it. I want to hear a listen. Jim Dale, will you read it for us, please? Right, he said, sitting on Harry's ankles. He's just singing Valentine. His eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish he were mine. He's really divine. The hero who conquered the Dark Lord. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Also, good rhyming scheme, Jenny. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Interesting that you said it's from Ginny. Never confirmed who it's from. Definitely from Draco. (laughs) Who sent it? Malfoy? Okay, look. It's 100% Malfoy. Like, I'm gonna go with the convention that it's Ginny because it's clearly meant to be Ginny. But can we talk about this after? Can we, like, talk about the song? And then we'll talk about how it's definitely Malfoy. Like, I'm saying, okay. can we talk about the whole scene? Yes. And then... Well, I well, I don't necessarily think it's from Jenny, because it's, like, a weird, the hero who conquered the Dark Lord. Like, that doesn't seem like, like, one, Dark Lord, nobody says that except for bad people. Um, holla at Draco for being grown up with a family that calls him the Dark Lord. You know what? I'm crossing out all my notes. I'm only going to discuss this as if, as if it was Draco. I thought you'd get mad at me if I did that this whole no, time. No, but I will. I don't want you to cross out your notes. I want to hear what you have to say. But I, like... Well, it messes up everything for me for what? the rest of the chapter. Okay, fine. Say say what you want to say. No, it's fine. It's like, no, what it's... What do you mean it messes everything up? You'll see later. It's like... Okay, well, just spoiler, guys, spoiler. Uh, Ginny's my champion because mm. of this. So oh. it just, like, messes up a lot of my, like, stuff. But you know what? I don't care. I'm changing my champion to Draco Malfoy because everything about this is amazing. Just, um, uh, okay, but, like, okay, let's talk about it seriously. I don't really think it's Malfoy. 
But I don't actually think it's Jenny either. Like, it, I'm kind of thinking it was Lockhart. Okay, it's definitely Jenny. <laughs> like, if we're talking about it seriously, it's definitely Jenny. I think she said Dark Lord because it, like, yeah. fits the rhyme, rhyme scheme. Because of Jenny's reaction, it's definitely Jenny. But it's... She's reacting to Malfoy being like, did you... Like, you wrote this, which... She's, like, embarrassed to be, like, pointed out at all, I think. Yeah. I just... Part of me... She's also been watching the whole time. She's, like... Yeah. It makes a point to say Ginny was looking throughout the yeah. side the corner. Like, like, my first, like, hundred times reading this, I was, like, yeah, it was probably Ginny. And, honestly, part of me is still, like, I wouldn't be, like, it can't possibly be Ginny. But I'm also thinking, like... She's kind of in this, like, addled state of mind in this book, and yes, right now she doesn't have the diary, so she's not, like, super possessed, but I feel like she still, like, has residual issues going on in yeah. this book, and so it's, like, interesting that she would have, like, such a normal thing happening, like, writing a love poem, which is, like, pretty normal, like, um... I thought a similar thing, but I also, besides Lockhart, which I don't think he would do, because I think... He That's, doesn't want Harry to have that much attention. Doesn't want Harry to have that much attention. I also think it's really, like, weird for a teacher yeah, it would to be write weird. that. It's, like, yes. uncomfortable. But, um, but I think that... There's really nobody else. There's no one else. Like, unless it's, either it's like, Ma Fred or George. But I don't... It's <laughs> no, not them I don't. either. I don't so it's so. either Malfoy or Ginny, and <laughs> there's no textual evidence besides all the textual evidence that suggests that it's Malfoy. So, um... I think it is Jenny. Yeah, like, by default, though. Yeah. I mean, yes, uh, and the clues that, like, she's, like, shy and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, I, I also think she makes a, this Jenny has a crush on Harry is a theme that happens yeah. throughout the book. This book in particular. And I guess this chapter would make the most sense for her to do it because she doesn't have the diary. Right. So she feels more, um, herself. in control of her, yeah. herself and her body. But in this, in Ginny proves to be, like, a super, like, brave and courageous person. Which is why I gave her my champion yeah. for this, because I think, like, me at 12, me right now, I don't think I could put myself out there like that. So I'm just, <laughs> I, like, really, <laughs> I really just appreciated Jenny, like, going out on a limb, even though it didn't exactly work out for her. Like, you go, you girl. And you've got all this stuff happening in your life, like... Uh, so, such, yeah. such a Gryffindor move. But it anyway. does check out with her character as we get to know it. Not necessarily in this book, though. But now that we know it's not Jenny, let's talk about <laughs> how it's really Draco Malfoy. Let's have... So, should we break down each line? Let's break Let's break it down, please. Break it down for <coughs> I'll me, read Molly. it now. <laughs> His eyes are green as a fresh pickled toad. So they have potions class together. Half potions. Green is Malfoy's favorite color because he's a Slytherin. Let's keep like going. Like pickled toad potions. Yes. Yes. Okay. From there. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. Now this line makes me think now those Harry Hermione shippers are going to love this, but like blackboard, like you got to think of Hermione a well, little bit. Well, if you go by Fanon, Draco also likes school. I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't worry. Um, Jenny also is canon, like, good at school, though, so. Also, blackboards are just black. Like, what was she gonna say? Your hair is as black as the lake. As my soul? I don't know. <laughs> That's Draco's. Yeah. Your hair is as black as my soul. Dark, dark. Dark as my soul. But I also think, um, Draco is sort of setting this up to be like, oh, it's Jenny. 
<laughs> so it's um he's got a little red herring going on. I uh, wish he was mine. He's really divine. Divine. What a Draco Malfoy word. Divine. Yeah, an eleven-year-old wouldn't use that, but a twelve-year-old would. <laughs> I just think like it's a Draco word. Like I don't think any twelve-year-old uses yeah. divine, but Draco Malfoy certainly does. The hero who conquered the Dark Lord. Okay, Lord and Board. I was like, what rhymes with Lord and Lords? Um, okay. Um, and to- Toad, Board, Divine, Lord? Is it an A-A-B-A poem? Like, what is happening? <laughs> They're 12 slash 11. Draco's 12. Give him a break. Oh, Mine, Divine. Yeah, Mine, Divine. Okay, but like, it's the scheme is all over the place, but it's a beautiful poem. It's lovely. What I love most, though, about this Draco theory is that why is he there in the first place? Like, he's always there when, like, attention is on Harry. Exactly. Exactly. This book is the dreary book. And I'm just going to say, once again, this is also why this scene is my favorite, because the Draco in this scene is such a mess. Like, he's a flustered little mess. He's like, hurry, like, ha ha ha, ha ha, ooh, what's this you've got here? This diary. Please pay attention to me, Harry. Please. Anything to make you talk to me for two seconds. Um... Yeah. So if you don't know what happens after the troll tackles Harry to the ground. So funny though, this image. Harry's like spills his ink bottle trying to get away from the 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 dwarf. It tackles him and then it sings to him while straddling his legs. Malfoy and Crab and Goyle are cracking up. Fred and George are cracking up. Ginny's peeking out from like a little side corner because she's jealous that someone else has given Harry a love letter and Malfoy's like waiting for Harry's reaction after he's like oh like I wonder who likes me then Malfoy's gonna confess his undying love but since Harry's such a viscerally negative reaction it just makes Malfoy angrier so in response he steals the diary does this attention thing risks getting a detention then Harry does some good magic, some expelliarmus, and gets the diary back. And Malfoy's embarrassed because he's just been shown up by his crush slash enemy. And it's just such a great scene. What does he say at the end? Oh, and then he's like, oh, I've got to, like, i got to save face. I've just really been embarrassed. Ginny, I don't think Harry liked your song. So that's my analysis of the scene. Okay. Probably not gonna like respond to a whole bunch of that. Just gonna let it sit there. Is that okay? Please do. Okay. Um, while you were doing that, I was like thinking more about this whole Ginny thing, and the whole part where she says Ginny covered her face with her hands and ran into class, where she's like super embarrassed. Um, which is after he says, "I don't think Potter liked your Valentine much," but it's also after she realizes that, that Harry, Harry has the diary. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I think she's really reacting to, and she's embarrassed, like what Tom told What's, Harry. Yeah, that's true. Um, and she's not worried about this whole Valentine at all. This is one hundred percent Draco's the dwarf Valentine. Um, oh, this is like very sad. I said, poor Jenny, worst year ever, and she's been waiting so long to come to Hogwarts, and, like, this is her first year. But, more importantly, need to go back to something super important. Please go. So, Percy tried to take points away from... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Percy, 
And he said, one, he said he was a prefect again. Two, he tried to take points away. Okay. So, on that, he says, I'll have to report this, you know. So, maybe what he does is... If he wants to take points away from somebody, he reports it to, like, McGonagall and says, hey, you need to take five points because Ron was in the girls' bathroom, and then maybe she'll end up taking the points. That's how I'm arguing it, that prefix really can't take away points. Percy just says it and then reports it to McGonagall. There. You're welcome. I know that's been eating at everybody all week. Harry, no magic in the halls. I'm gonna have to report this. It's like, no, you're not, Percy. You saw Malfoy steal this. You saw Harry be tackled to the ground. Such a little snitch. Also, what a snitch. Yeah. You fink. Name should be Finkly, not Weasley. What is a fink? (laughs) A fink means a snitch. It's another word for snitch. Good catch, Harry, on the whole, like, scarlet ink not penetrating the diary. That was that was very uh, observant of not him. Not a good enough excuse to use the word penetrate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just watched Pitch Perfect the other day. <laughs> so. I thought we were mature here, but I guess not. <laughs> well, you brought up that whole monster. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm at the part with the diary. Harry figures it out. That's smarty. Kind of. Like it's like like most things that happen, it is presented to him by accident. Um there's a funny thing I saw on Tumblr. Yes, y'all, I was on Tumblr. Hashtag also follow us on Tumblr. Um, it was somebody that um, so, Harry, immediately after sco- discovering Tom Riddle's diary, absorbs ink. Hello, magical book. My name is Harry Potter, and my age and address and credit card information and password is... <laughs> yes. Like, Harry, come on. You know that you are, like, famous. Like, you can't be like, ha, I'm Harry, Harry Potter. And here's, like, everything that I'm going to tell you. And maybe he's, like, already susceptible to being, like, a little bit possessed. Like, maybe the diary, like kind of invite you to be like really open like right off the bat that's the only excuse I can give him and I kind of want to take that excuse away from him because I feel like if he had heeded Ron's warning I I can't believe we have to say that if he had heeded Ron's advice (laughs) I know then he might have been a little more cautious going in not at all none okay also I would just like to point out that I know Harry's a Gryffindor and I identify with this moment of exploring the diary because number one, I would be all about this. This is like everything I've ever dreamed about happening in my life. But I'm also a muggle, so I don't have anything magical happen to me. So I feel like this is really cool. But just anyway, on, on a separate note, this is so creepy, Harry. Why don't you notice something is wrong? Like the this diary talking back to you. And then... But in but from a reader, it's also scary. Like Voldemort is so manipulative, even in this like Horcrux form. Okay, but since you don't know who it is, I obviously first time reading. Like, don't you think it's kind of like, oh man, this guy's like really helpful. He's like gonna let Harry know what's going on. No, right. Like it I doesn't s- seem scary. That's- well, in the movie, it kind of does, but that's just because it's like quiet and black and white. But but it. it- I would think it's creepy. Like, any... It's sort of like being... Like, 
not the same thing, but having, like, an online predator talk to you, like, you get, like, that, I get, like, a skeevy, sketchy feeling. From the outside, though. But when you're in it and, like, they're being really nice to you. That's true. Like, that's how people get sucked in because it's, like, um, grooming or whatever. But um, I do, for, I, I can't believe I'm defending Harry right now. Um... I think, like, because he's new to the wizarding world, like, everything is weird. So he doesn't know what's bad weird and what's, like, normal weird. That's true. That's fair. So he's like, oh. Although he was told that this was bad weird. Yeah. By Ron. A lot. Yeah, but maybe he's also figured out that Ron's not the best source. (laughs) (laughs) Although in this case, he totally is. Yeah. And, um, um, but yeah, from the, definitely from an outside perspective, this is so creepy. It's so creepy. Everything he says is riddled. It's <laughs> <laughs> laced with just like drippy uh, manipulation. But I can don't I just like say it. how smart Tom Riddle is? I know. It freaks me out that even like in this diluted version of himself, he's this successful at manipulation yeah, right off the bat. Yeah, he's like oh, I've got Harry Potter here, like, I know exactly what to do. Like, I don't really know how the magic works and how much of it is, like, like, I don't get how it works. But it's just really impressive And this is definitely the worst Horcrux. Like, certainly. Yeah, because it has the most of a self or whatever. Um, Um. And he's just so, he's like, I knew people wouldn't want this diary to be read. Like, it's just so, like, he... Knows from the, exactly what to say. Right. The, from the first line, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I can, like, He's the, so the chamber, innocent. Yeah, the Chamber of Secrets, like, that was it the thing that terrible. happened. It was so bad. I was like, oh, stop, Tom. Um, also, so when Harry goes into the diary, there's this description of him trying to talk to Professor Grubbly Blank. <laughs> A uh, dip it, dip it. Sorry, yeah. I meant dip it. Why? Well, why did I say grubbly blank? Um, dip it. When um, when he's like, uh, Harry started shouting to as um, thinking that perhaps <laughs> the wizard was dead. <laughs> he says deaf. Like, I'm sorry, Harry. Why would you shouting at a deaf wizard make any difference? When he's like waving his arms, he's I like, think. Oh! Pay attention to me. Are you Draco Malfoy trying to get a date with you, Harry? My goodness. Now, I wondered if there was um, perhaps an oversight or an error here. (laughs) Um, So Tom Riddle says, of course, I know about the Chamber of Secrets. In my day, they told us it was a legend that it did not exist, but that was a lie. In my fifth year, the chamber was opened and the monster attacked several students, finally killing one. But I thought that... It was just that he opened it one time and it killed Myrtle, boom, and he was too, he was like, I couldn't open again after that. I thought that's what he tells um, no. Harry later. I mean, he might tell Harry that later, but McGo- the way, not McGonagall, but the way the other professors talk about it, it's like these are the same signs that were happening last time. So the petrifications, I feel like, were okay. happening before. Because if that were the case, then there would be no need for Hagrid to be expelled because Moaning Myrtle hasn't died yet in this. Yes, she has. They said the dead girl's parents will be here. Oh, okay. Well, for some reason to me it seems like that this has been, like, something that has been happening for months. Yeah. 
Because it doesn't need the reason the person behind these attacks. Yeah, yeah. It is consistent in this chapter. Yeah. But I just was thinking, like, it was just a one-and-done thing. So that's why the petrified thing was so weird. Although now it makes sense because they're like, it's happening again. Because yeah. they have been petrified before. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. That's I just wanted to check in on that. Yeah. Um, but I do think it was... After that, it was too dangerous to open it again. That mm-hmm. was just like the last attack. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, I do. I also I was think thinking he was, it was first scared of attacking again because he doesn't want it, Hogwarts to shut down. Like I yeah. think that was like his main. Oh he was yeah. Like, he wasn't oh. scared of getting caught because he knew he was too smart for that. Yeah. He was like, I don't want them to close Hogwarts, and like my man like had backup plans and backup plans. Just would like to like do a quick while we're talking about that. Sure. Um, comparison between Draco and Tom Riddle in this scene, like Draco sets up this whole plan to frame Ginny, and now Tom Lucius? Riddle. No, I'm talking about Draco. Oh, are you talking about the the Cupid? <laughs> yes, the, yes. The frame Ginny. <laughs> she frames Ginny for this love letter, very similarly to how um, once caught. Tom Riddle blames, um, blames, uh, Hagrid. I just think it's a really good parallel in this chapter. Um, um, like, also, side note, I want this magic on the one hand. Like, why aren't we, haven't, like, her, I feel like Hermione, we should get a Hermione scene where she figures out how to travel into books. Because if Uh, I could have one... If I could have anything for Magical Worlds, like, every time people are like, oh, what superpower would you have? I would love the superpower to be able to go into my favorite books. That, that sounds amazing oh, to me. Can, can, is it kinesis? Can, um, uh. Telekinesis? Telekinesis. I want telekinesis. Because yeah. then you can, like, fly and move objects. No, that's, that's my answer if they give me, like, a specific set of ones that I have to choose from. That's definitely the coolest out of, like, mind-reading invisibility things. I would people not want to read mine. Never in my a million years. A lot of people say read. flying, but I'm like, mm, telekinesis, because then I can do a whole lot more. <laughs> right. Also, I'm so lazy. Telekinesis really appeals to me from that standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I work with a child, and I made my own superhero, because we were working on a comic book, and my superhero was Magneta, like Magneto from okay. X-Men. Thank you. Not quite telekinesis, because it's only to do with magnets. Also, but like, like, not quite original. A little bit plagiarized. I'm just, like, female empowerment, so, like, let me have it. Like, Magneto. <laughs> it wasn't, like, supposed to be super original. It was supposed to be an homage. Oh, I'm just kidding. I was just making Jeez it. Louise, I even had a little magnet of M's. Like, it was two magnets that overlapped in, because Molly, Magneta. Like, it's a beautiful drawing. I okay? love it. I want to see it. Let's post it on the page. It's in my car, but I do have it. I would love to see it. And I have these cool boots on. In the, in the drawing, Alex just looked at it, my bare feet. <laughs> well, you, you pointed to your feet. You were like, I have these cool boots on. Like these red boots that were made for walking. <laughs> okay, whatever. What's your superhero name? Oh, can't come up with one? It's fine. <laughs> the Liberator. It's like a play on, like, the librarian. Yeah. Or it's the Literator. The I'm sticking with Magneto. <laughs> Magneta M. Yeah, my superpower is really selfish. It really only applies to me. 
I can go into books. I can't use it to save the world. I guess I can take you in books, like, to, to save, save you from situations. Like, uh, the State Farm commercial. <laughs> yes. Although, I feel like it's kind of a sad power. There is, uh, in, in Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell, there's this line that, like, sticks with me that's, um, that's talking about how do you know a real nerd from, like, a fake nerd, and it was, like, a real nerd prefers, like, fictional worlds to the one that they oh, live in. Oh, that is sad. It's sad. But, like, so true. Like, if you spend, like, that much of your yeah. life, like... Okay, um... Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to bring us down. How did he figure out how the chamber worked in the first place, do you think? Like, Tom Riddle. Because, like, he was the first person to open it since Salazar, like, created it. I'm, did he, maybe I'm think maybe he found the snake, maybe he found the, like he just started talking to the walls and woke it up. <laughs> I think he was just like maybe looking for like clues that Salazar left, because I'm assuming that Sal, if I may be so bold to call him, um, Sal wanted people to open it, so he kind of left clues that only like really... When it says, like, only the true air. air I was about to say, the air thing. Maybe it, like, called out to him. or may, That's what I'm saying. Or maybe the the basilisk seeked out the air once he returned to the he castle. He started, like, hissing at him. Yeah. Like, how, how Harry can hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. I think it also could be, like, Sal probably had magic put in place to... Um, it makes him seem so friendly. I know. I hate it. Good old Sal. Sal. Makes him sound like a cop from like a buddy cop movie. I was thinking like a pizza place. Yeah, Gual Sal's. Well, also like mafia for sure, so. Yeah. Just like Sal. <laughs> We're in such a weird mood right now. Um, um, I like how JK comes up with new ways to like show like memories and like the past and like she uses later she uses the conceive she uses dreams this is really cool i like this this is a very good chapter for me i've always been really interested in this and Um, i like how she doesn't like overuse this tool like i don't think anything is similar mm -hmm. after this but um because it's important to like show the past in kind of like verified ways even though obviously like this turned out not to be like accurate it's accurate to that scene right it is it's not like made up but um so it's not just like someone telling you because like we already heard ben's like telling explaining it so it's like nice to see it in these other ways Mm -hmm. and just like with the pensieve and it's harder in books i think because i think in movies you can just do a flashback but it's yeah more difficult in books so no good on you jk um Tom claims his father in this chapter, which I think is really interesting. I, like, was taken aback by that, and I think... I can't tell if that's, like, part of his, like, cover-up, or if, at this point, he's still, like, in the middle of figuring out his views. Not on, like, Muggleborns and Muggles, but, like, his overall plan about his family and his parents. Yeah, I thought that was, I also noted that. I was, like, interesting how he, how much he told Dippet. And then yeah. I said it's probably, like, calculated, though, like yeah. what you're saying. Um, yeah, he wanted to just seem so, like, sweet. Because mm-hmm. if he had said, no, I'm a, 
whatever, a full, uh, full pure blood, pure blood, then that would have raised suspicions of him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they know he's not a pure blood, but like, yeah, because he's in a muggle like orphanage. Yeah. Um, but just a little bit before that, Harry seeing the similarities between the two of them, he says he was much taller than Harry, but he too had jet black hair. Um, it like hurts me. This like I don't like it. It hurts me how much Harry sees himself. I know. It, like, because it really will tear him apart later. Like, this will come, like, especially in the fifth book, it'll come back to haunt him. Like, when he starts seeing all the different similarities and he doesn't understand the Horcrux connection, so he thinks he's just, like, turning into Voldemort. It just makes me so sad, the inception of this year, where he sees this Tom guy, like, it's the first person in the wizarding world who he really connects with. Like, Ron doesn't understand the parents thing, as we remember from the beautiful Mirror of Erised chapter. And, and, like, Hogwarts being home. Right. And Hermione has, like, a good home in the muggle yeah. world. So nobody gets it. And he finally connects with this person who gets it. Because Harry, too, just in this... I love how this chapter comes right after last chapter, where we get the note from the Dursleys. I was, that's, that's my like, next note! Can you stay... Uh, uh, could you stay over, over the, the summer... summer too and he, Harry in his head goes I wish I could stay over the summer and then in this chapter you have Tom Riddle saying He's actually asking asking can I please stay over the summer um yes I loved all that and I was also like I ironic that Tom Riddle like did it did it to himself and that's like talking about what we were saying earlier about um that he can't stay for the summer because he did all this, like, mm-hmm. shit with the, um, chamber. So, like, you might have been able to stay for the summertime if he hadn't started killing people. Do you think he stays over the summer for the rest of the years? I was wondering that. I think he probably does. I was gonna say probably not. Like, he probably didn't ask again because he got, like, shot down and he's, like, proud. Yeah, but he doesn't really get shut down. He's just, he, like, he doesn't get a firm no, which is why I think he would pursue it again. Like, I feel like he can really use this conversation to his advantage. He can be like, well, we've caught the person. Like, there are no more attacks, so I must be able to stay this year. Yeah, but I feel like that was just an excuse. Like, they don't really want students. Right, but I'm saying I feel like Tom would use that. Like, he would understand that they don't really want students to stay. But that Tom would use the fact that he had already basically given consent based on this um, but I don't think he did, because, like, all he wants is to come back to Hogwarts, like, that's why he applies for a job and all that stuff there. I think because he's, he keeps missing it. Like, I don't think he ever gets the satisfaction of just staying. Yeah. Even for the summer. That's true. Um, okay. Small rant. But he also wants to come back for different reasons. He wants to get the artifacts and he wants to yeah. like recruit more students yeah but i also think he does want to come no back yeah he artifacts. there's definitely a part of him i mean that's why he wants the artifacts is because hogwarts means so much to him yeah um okay dip it straight up asks him he says he doesn't know then immediately he finds out who it is dip it what like you're like no that's normal like i say Anything going on that you should tell me? No, nothing, sir. And then, oh, I found who did it. Oh, perfectly normal. You're now the recipient of the service. 
I've lost the accent. He's now the recipient of the Services to School Award? What? I'm giving, like, Molly a really big face, but it's not about, like, what her. It's about, I agree. Dip it. What the... Ugh. This scene makes me so angry. One, because Tom Riddle with this spider, like, it wouldn't sur- surprise me if he planted Aragog on Hagrid. Oh, like, he was the one that gave it... Well, my next question was... How do they know each other? How do Hagrid and Tom know each other? I mean, it's like they're in the same year. Are they the same year? Because, no, Hagrid's a third year. Oh, right. But either either way, like, the school's not that big. Like, I don't th- I think they know of each other. But, like... I feel like Hagrid is famous in the school because he's, he's half-giant. But Tom's like, Hagrid, and Hagrid's like, hi, Tom. Also, like, Tom's a prefect. Yeah, but it's like it sounds like personable. Percy knows everyone. It does sound it does sound personable. It like I said, it would not surprise it's, me if he yeah. plants the spider. Like it would not be the first time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be the first time, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it happens again. It yeah. happens again. That's like a good. I think that's a good theory. Like it, I think that's a good theory too. That great, great work. Oh, I just meant because you thought about it too. Like I not, I, no, I, didn't mean I just to be asked, like praising no, myself. No, 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 I just asked how they know each other. You were the one that said maybe he was the one that planted. That's a great idea, though. Seriously, because it just it really it just I don't know. It hurts me so much this Hagrid stuff, and it make I like couldn't even really make a note about it. I just said Tom is such a ugh because I was gonna like say an expletive, but nothing really suffices because we already know he's like a racist, horrible murderer. Yeah. Like there's nothing that really. It's um, so pure. What if Harry did get stuck in this book? Because Harry was like wanting to get out of the book. Like he's just stuck there. So like, dumb. Does not think about going. Although does like, the same thing in the pincy. Fair. I would also just go. I'd be like, I would not. Kay. I'd bring someone with me or tell somebody I was going. That's like, true. I I might consider bringing someone with me, but I would be concerned that this was the only chance I would have. I'd so, like write a note. Yeah, like, I'm I would in this definitely book. write a note. Help, not me. in the diary. No. <laughs> um, I'd be like, "Hey, gray lady, who's with me in the movie? Uh, if I die in here, tell someone." Does Hagrid not know who Tom Riddle is now, current day? See, this is the stuff. This is what I. This is the stuff. Drives me crazy. <laughs> what is don't that? You know that song? I don't. Anyway, I I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But like he should. He literally went to school with him. He's the reason he got expelled. Like I don't think he does because of how he talks about Baltimore. Like yeah. And I don't think a lot of people have seen Voldemort's face, is what I'm giving my excuses to. Because I feel like... If you've seen it, you're dead. You're dead. Is what I'm going to give my excuse to everyone except um, Dumbledore, who we know knows because of later conversations. Like... Alright. My sister, when she interviewed us, asked us what we would ask J.K. Rowling. This would be my question. I think Why this is a doesn't question. Dumbledore tell people that Tom Riddle is Voldemort? That's a good from one. The beginning. I would tell her that one too because I also don't feel like that one's insulting. No, I just think it's like a really valid. She would probably have a valid answer. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should tweet it at her <gasps> right now. Yeah. Um. 
uh, Hagrid jumping on top of Riddle is the, my reason for living. Like him tackling Tom Riddle and throwing to his wand his away animal. to save Aragog is uh, really a gift. Um, how convenient that there were two monsters roaming around the castle at the same time. <gasps> that goes into your theory too. Yeah. I'm really thinking that Tom has planted this. Small rant on Harry. Please do it. Honestly, Harry, two books in a row, you turn on Hagrid. <laughs> also, really proves nothing, but Avi looks bad, but people doing the same thing to you. Let me just debrief that note. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, first part. Okay, Harry, last book, he, like, quickly turned on Hagrid as being, like, a drunk and whatever. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> this book, he's like, Ron. It was Hagrid. To be fair, last book, like, Hagrid did he, mess up. He budged. <laughs> um, but also, Harry was, like, kind of mean about it. Yeah, but, like, fair. Also, really proves that... Oh, I was like, this really doesn't prove that Hagrid did it, but it does look bad for Hagrid. Like, if you were watching this, like, why would you not believe this Tom Riddle character? Like, what reason would he have for lying? But, okay... That's all true, but I, if I were Harry in this situation, I would think, oh, Hagrid was framed, or, like, this I was like, there must be an exclamation. Yeah, like, Harry's like, it was Hagrid that opened the Chamber of Secrets. One, Hagrid is not a Slytherin. Two, Hagrid clearly doesn't have any prejudice against Muggleborns. Like, they know Hagrid very well. Why would he assume that something that this is definitively true before thinking that something is amiss. Like, I would immediately be like, something about this does not line up. That doesn't match with anything of Hagrid's character. They've seen him cry over a dragon egg. He's not killing muggleborns. And people are doing the same thing to Harry right now. So Harry should be like, oh, I'm people think I'm it and they have no proof. And now I'm thinking Hagrid's it without any real proof. Your, your chapter title is apt. Yeah, so that's why I was a little annoyed with Harry, and by that I mean a lot. Um, Could have made him my rat, but I didn't. (laughs) Alright, are you ready for that? Yeah. Okay. Alright, Malls, who is your champion? I went with Ron. (laughs) Okay, he gives great advice. No, good. This is a great chapter for Ron. I know who you're. Except yours when is. he said that he was glad somebody killed. Yes, Moaning but he Myrtle. also like nailed it on the head too at the same time without knowing it. Sorry about my eyes chewing. Um, but like, like that book advice, like, is good advice. No, fair, fair. I mean, I know it's really Dumbledore saying it because he's a time traveler and he is Ron. But uh, great, great job, Ron. My chapter champion was Jenny Weasley because I thought it was like really cool of her to be bold, but now it's Draco Malfoy because it takes a it's a lot more bold to be out at twelve and But to... doesn't Jenny need a win? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying she She needs a win. She needs a win. <laughs> Jenny Weasley gets it for not outing Draco is what she gets her uh <laughs> Her chapter champion for like she could be an asshole and be like I didn't write it somebody did and really called Draco out but she doesn't so she gets my champion okay 
I'm very curious. Who's your rat? My rat is Tom. <laughs> Why are you grabbing Tom Riddle. Okay. So, I was not really on purpose. I didn't want to give it to Tom Riddle because, one, it's too obvious. But, two, I was, like, within this chapter, as we're reading it fresh, he's, like, not a bad dude. He's, like, all in the up and up. He's, like, head boy. He's, like, the one that saved the school from our perspective as we are in the book. Also, I really wanted to give it to Professor Dippet because I was really mad at him. Okay, here's why I, I thought about this, about how Tom's not really evil yet. And I still would give it to Tom, I think, because I, as a first-time reader, like when I was a child, did not trust Tom because of the Hagrid thing, which is why it makes me so bad that Harry doesn't feel that yeah. same way. And I don't like that he, that Dippet's like, so do you know anybody? And then he waits to frame Hagrid. Like, he goes to that little corner and, like, spies on yeah. Hagrid, doesn't give Hagrid a chance to, um, to defend himself. Well, Avi, Tom Riddle wouldn't give him a chance to defend himself. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you didn't know, it was because oh, it was actually right. him from the beginning. Yeah, it's clear like, that he's, like, he's like waiting a for jerk. Hagrid. Yeah. But um, I also just really wanted to give it to Dippet. Like, that's all. <laughs> like, fair. But I just, I know that Tom is a trite answer, but I just felt like I needed to defend that it was for these specific reasons yeah. that Tom is my rat. Um, I gave this chapter 100 points. Me too. Whoa. Exactly 100. Yeah, it's really solid it's, chapter. It's a solid chapter. I really like it. We had a lot to discuss. All right. All right, quiz, 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 quiz. <laughs> O-W-L. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. All right, you go first. <laughs> okay, I have two questions. Oh, God. Can we just do one? Yeah, do one first. Okay. What is the day of the memory? Oh, I'm so wrong. Like... Oh, wait, maybe I'm not... No, I feel like I'm wrong. I you haven't said anything yet. I know, but, like, in my head, I want to say, like, June 26th or something. Was that your final answer? Yeah. June 13th. Oh! I'm so close! But it's right before the summer holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. I can, I can see the 13 in my brain. I'm so mad about it. I don't know where I got 26th from. It's a nice number. And oh, it's the 13th chapter. Whoa. Why isn't that in her thing? She was like 12 and 12 last chapter. Alex is referencing Waters' book. Wow, Waters, you really dropped the ball on that one. Oh my god. I just looked through Waters' book real quick. Um, this has nothing to do with uh, the the quiz, but now this is interesting. Dumbledore has auburn, brownish red hair. Lily Potter has dark red hair, book one. There's nothing to connect the two, but knowing JKR, it's worth a DNA sample. Lily Evans? As in the muggle-born Lily Evans? Look. They're just not ruling anything out. <laughs> Skips a generation. 
Oh, are they saying that? Oh, I could see like Dumbledore being Harry's grandfather. Yeah. Like, are they implying that like Lily is his daughter? Yeah. That's interesting. I'll go with that. And theory. she was like adopted or something by muggles. That's why she and Petunia are nothing alike. Whoa. Wow. Though. All right, Waters, I see you. No, I think whoever Lily's mom is had an affair with Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore was like hot in his age, but he was gay, so (laughs) probably not the case. This is what they say about Hagrid, which is sweet. Poor Hagrid. We know now we now know why he was expelled. Do you at all doubt the evidence? But what would but would Hagrid protect a spider if it had truly killed someone? I'm saying no. Um, is Hagrid really the descendant of Slytherin? Yet would they have expelled Hagrid if he wasn't guilty? This is chapter 13, so all possibilities should be considered. They're raising some good questions. Yeah, some really good questions. Although, I don't know if Hagrid wouldn't defend a spider that would kill some, some, that killed someone. Hagrid gets really, like, defensive of, like, those creatures. Like, he'd be like, it's in their nature. Like, I think yeah, he would like, feel... Yeah, like, literally almost kills them. Yeah, like, I think he would, he would feel really guilty about it. I'm not saying he wouldn't. And I definitely don't think he would sick a creature on anybody. No. You know? Oh, I, But no. I do think he would defend, like, look at this Norbert situation. <laughs> Let's just talk about the Norberts. Yeah, he bites Ron. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, here, I've got a question for you. Okay. Where did Tom buy the diary? Ooh, we were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it's like a compound word. Mm-hmm. Dutchford Street. <laughs> you just laughed so much. What is the answer? Dutchford Street is so random. Fox Hill Road. Oh, man. I feel like I should have known that because my dad grew up in, like, Fox Hills. Like, that was his neighborhood growing up. Fox Hill Road. But I just loved it because it was, like... It, it was such a, like, it was a hard question. I, it was, you just, like, you gave it the old college try. That was, like, a good guess. Um, okay. Okay, my other question is... What time of day was it that Harry landed in Dippet's office? Um, I'm not looking for, like, a specific time, like... No, I know, you're talking about, like, like, what time of the day. Yeah. It was afternoon, right? What does that mean? It's sunset. Yeah, like, afternoon. I guess. Like, right <laughs> after dinner is what I, or, like, had assumed. Yeah, I was just kind of looking for something. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was, It like, says, like, I see the burnt orange light in the background of the sun setting, so, yeah. like, thank you, Hemingway, for that beautiful description. <laughs> that was such a good... <laughs> what a great reference. That was a really great reference. Oh my god. That was really funny. Good job, balls. I don't know. I <laughs> You love it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, okay, what is the point system with Myrtle? 
10 points if you can get it through my head. Uh-huh. 20 points if you can get it through my stomach. No. 50 points if you can get it through my stomach. It is 50 points you can get it through my stomach. But I'm trying it. There might be a 20 point in there somewhere. I just, I know it's in the movie. I don't think it was in the book. Oh, it's 10 points if you can get through. Oh, yeah, 10 points if you can get through her stomach, 50 points if it goes yeah. through her head. So I didn't even get it. Yeah. I got it all wrong. No, it's not Fox. It's Vox with a oh, V. Vox. Oh, sorry. I was listening to a it. Vox so I just Hall. wrote it down. Not even Hill. It's Vox Hall. Well, you weren't. So thank God I didn't know Fox Hill. You're welcome, Dad. You weren't. You weren't right. No, Dutch, Dutch Ford wasn't right either. Dutch Ford Street is not correct either. I just need I just to feel like a, I was on the right side. I just need to do a better job of writing down my answer. Um, oh, I have another question for you. If okay. you want to, because I, sure. I wrote down the answer because I thought you were going to quiz me. So I like put it down to like remind myself on it. Um... How many, uh, Valentines did Lockhart get? 36? Close. 46. Ah. I hope you weren't one, one of the 46. 46. Um, okay, so if you want to tune in next chapter, so it's Cornelius Fudge. Um, what job does Cornelius hold? <laughs> yeah. What is Cornelius Fudge's job, other than being supreme nitwit? Um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, we only have 10 followers on Tumblr. <laughs> We're really upset about it. So. Tumble at us. Tumble, uh, tumble at us. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what the people say these days. Do you mean tumble at, tumble at us? Or are you saying tumble, no, just tumble at add us. us? Like no, A-D-D at, or at, A-T. A-T. Because both. I would like both. Like, you can Tumble message us, but also add us. We are podcastpotterwatch.tumblr.com, okay? Check us out. It has our picture, so there's no excuse. You know it's us. It's like an orangish color. Yeah, it's a really, like, burnt, like a rusty, rusty orange aesthetic. I really, I, it took me a long time to select the color. Our Twitter is at realpotterwatch. Um, feel free to retweet our tweet to JK. Maybe she'll see it. Um, our Facebook is just Potter Watch. Um, yeah, just like do the social media stuff. We're going to post another question. Probably. Oh, yeah. Thank you for everyone who responded to that. That was a really cool discussion. Yeah. Um, um, so this will already be posted by the time this is up, but we're going to ask people why... They think um, Dumbledore never tells anybody what Tom Riddle's name is. Or do you want to do, who do you think wrote the troll? We can do both. We'll do them separately. Uh, We'll also, this will show up later. We'll do this one now and we'll do another one when that discussion sort of lugs down. Who do you think wrote the gate, well sent Harry the singing telegram? Was it Draco or Jenny? Please weigh in. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.
Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.